involved in planning all of this stuff for welcome so hello excellent thanks richard fatima i'm going to hand over to you and then can you pass it on to each of the leaders and then can the fourth leader pass back to me please um, hello guys i am fatima i'm sure some of you may have seen me yesterday and yes my hair is red it is not good <laughs> <laughs> i am the president of the student association and i study economics oh and this is danielle <laughs> hi guys my name is danielle as she said um some people call me sumisola i don't know it's a double identity kind of thing so you can call me either um i'm a student leader um and i study economics also I'm going to pass on to Rahil. Hi guys, uh, I'm Rahil. Uh, I study money banking and finance and I'm the treasurer for the student association. So I'm going to pass it to Sonali. Hello everyone, I'm Sonali. I study computer science and I'm the creative director for the Student Creative Association. Thank you so much folks and thanks for all of your introductions. So that is your student leader team, the student association who've been in post for the last few months and they've done a fantastic job uh, of it so far. So thank you, you know, formally as well. You've been really, really great to, to work with and really inspiring, uh, you know, the rest of the cohort. So student leader hangout and you were asked to submit your questions. Now, we'd also invite you during the course of this session today, which will go to about 4, 4.15, let's see how we do with time, to submit your your questions online as well and all of the student leaders will will monitor that chat box Richard will monitor that chat box and we'll bring those questions in and um, so uh, Fatima I'm going to come to you first and can you just tell us a little bit about and this was the most common question tell us a little bit about and all, all of the student leaders please chip in tell us a little bit about the clubs that you've had what's going on with the clubs and societies how can people join um, and what's what's available there um, so initially, when I first started university, I was very interested in starting an Afro-Caribbean society. And um, Danielle had actually started, to some extent, the um, sort of like a version of it. So um, she didn't have as much numbers, obviously. But like, because, you know, it was the first year and everything. Yeah. But I, think I think we were about two Nigerian students first year also in undergrad. Yeah, so it wasn't a lot then. The first year is just a little bit. The first year for the first group of people. Yeah, was so it, was, it was very new. <laughs> um, but like, you know, as people got more comfortable and everything and integrated in second year, we started the Afro-Caribbean Society Club. And um, basically, we just had to link in with Edgebaston for the logistics. And they sort of guided us on the steps to take to start a society and told us how much the school is, or the university is willing and able to help us in all respects. So we're talking financially, emotionally, mentally, and everything. Um, we had an event, and I like to eat a lot because food is life. And one of the things we did was basically just, we all hung out together and chowed a lot of Nigerian food. I remember, Richard, you were there, weren't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, so that is a way of doing, you know, starting a society at a university. But Sonali, what would you say is like the backbone of putting on an event, I suppose? I mean, I would say I initiated, initiated the SNAP Club, which is like the photography club of University of Birmingham, Dubai. When I came to uni, I was really interested in photography and learning more about it. And then I realized that there was no club already in the uni. So I started starting one. So, you know, just like that, if you are interested in a club and if you don't find it around, then you could go ahead and start it. You could contact Richard and get funded, start promoting on social media. And that's how you initiate a club. So where, you know, what, what clubs have we got on at the moment? So we know that you've got the, um, you mentioned the Afro-Caribbean club, Fatima and Danielle, Sonali, you mentioned the, the photography club. What else is going on at the moment? Um, so I know we've also got the football club, which is, um, it's a boys one that exists right now. And we've also been pushing for girls to get involved. Obviously that's a bit more um, tricky because I mean, it depends on actually who's interested. Um, 
and some people have also been interested in other sports like volleyball um but because of covid and everything it wasn't actually um started because those clubs people weren't able to meet at that point in time um there is also the drama club and the dance club both are run by tanvi but she's not here right now she's um under the weather so um there's also the pause club or it's just pause which is plant and animal welfare society and that's run by ria ria if you're here put up your hand yeah. say hi ria do um, you want to give us a little bit of introduction as to what actually yeah i don't know if she's here though and the competition they still got time right Richard says, yes, they have got time. Is Ria here? Ria, please unmute yourself and uh, we'd love to hear about the uh, pause club. Not sure if she is. Hi, guys. Oh, you are. Well, excellent. is a bit oh, okay. so I don't know. Yeah. So, Ria, tell us about the pause club that's been going on. Can everyone hear me? We yeah, can, we can hear you absolutely fine. Can you hear us? So pause has been basically the Plant and Animal Welfare Society Club. So I've always been fond of like the environment and plants and animals. Yeah, yeah, I can hear you now. So um, what pause does is basically we try to connect the students and staff members of the university with nature and um, kind of raise awareness about creatures that people wouldn't usually think about. Like you don't really think about what goes on in like the uh, production of meat or like things like zoos, aquariums. Nobody really think, gives much thought to that. So that's kind of what POS does. It brings awareness on things like that through events and stuff. Thanks, Ray. That's really useful. And I know that, you know, that there's a lot to, uh, around preservation at the moment. So, you know, those are the kinds of clubs, I think, that add, add the depth. Fatima, Danielle, um, Rahil and Sonali, what's missing? What kinds of clubs do you think that, that we possibly need uh, to, to think about this year? Um, oh, sorry, uh, Danielle, you go. Okay. Um, I definitely think a lot more sports clubs because right now it's just football going on and there's a lot of interest in like basketball, um, cricket, volleyball. So anyone who's interested in any of those sports, please go ahead, um, sign yourself up to start a club. Um, yes, yeah, someone just actually said in the chat, maybe a language club. And I know that was one of the questions. If we had one, we do not currently have any language clubs. So if you are interested in, I would actually definitely join a language club. To be honest, when, when it comes to sport, I know obviously we are limited by facilities and space because our new campus is, you know, starting next year and we'll have access to more like a football field and a basketball court, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Don't, and I, you don't necessarily have to start a team sport. Like you could start a running club, you could start a cycling club. So, and um, a lot of these activities don't necessarily have to take place on campus like mm -hmm. a good thing about being a, a university leader is taking the initiative to research places around Dubai that you could go to so I just heard about this park called Mush Mushraf Mushrif Mushrif basically it's a bike park and if you started a cycling club you could always host an event there that's yeah all the things. I think you make a really, really important point there, Fatima, around, you know, what is it that you can do that doesn't necessarily require you, you know, on campus? So the running club, the cycling club, Mushrif Park is fantastic. If you've not been to the observatory there, have a go. Dubai Astronomy Group, DAG, Dubai Astronomy Group, they've got um, a planetarium in Mushrif and they do lots of stargazing um, and wouldn't it be fantastic to ha have a stargazing club I know we've taken some of our PGC students out there to sort of design a lesson um, so you bring up a, an important point we've got in the chat here uh, something around um, volleyball and I know that a lot of beaches have volleyball facilities so that again is something that that, that we can pick up uh, Danielle yeah, I was also going to say, like, even in, like, Silicon Oasis, mm. um, and I know also in the World Trans Trade Center, there are, like, courts there for basketball. Um, yeah. So, yeah, you could always meet up outside of campus like that. 
Yeah, that's true. Sonani, what, what do you think about languages? We've had a few comments about languages and, and learning Russian, Arabic, Korean, Chinese. Was there sort of much call for that last year? No, I don't think so. But yes, this is a definitely very good idea. The new students are coming up with such good ideas. I think we could, we could definitely implement them this year. Mm. Sorry, just, I just got a message. Well, I just got a message in the chat with, which said, do we have something related to business slash entrepreneurship society? And I know Rahil sort of did this thing with the province last year. Or is it like the vice chancellor something? Yeah. Do you want to speak more about that? Uh, yeah, so it was the vice chancellor's challenge and it was basically a challenge where uh, students from different courses of university came together to solve a global challenge. And we were one of the finalists uh, in the challenge. And so I think uh, an entrepreneurship slash business um, club would be nice. We don't, we don't currently have one. Um, it would be great to have one. And also a karaoke club, fingers crossed. <laughs> that sounds really, really good. <laughs> Richard? Um, yeah, I'm just looking at some of the comments here and it, it feeds into something that we've been um, talking about for quite a while now in that there's lots of different people asking for lots of different um, language clubs and lots of different sort of nationality clubs and that sort of thing. What, what, what I think would, we, we were looking to put together is an international club um so um instead of having um lots of these um little smaller clubs with different languages and you sort of bring it all together and then in in those in that club itself um have sessions on so one week somebody could teach some korean the next week we could teach some russian the next week we could teach some arabic and so you're sharing with everyone those little those little sessions and sort of learning about different cultures and because we've got so many different cultures on on campus and so many um people from different parts of the world um that we you know we, i think it would be a really nice idea to to have a way to you know for everyone to come together and learn about each other's cultures that was that was mm. one idea that, that came up last year it's a good way to connect, isn't it? You know, through, through that, we learn about traditions and culture and language and music and dance and food and, you know, all those similarities. Daniel, I know we've sort of talked about that, that kind of stuff, haven't we, in sharing cultures and things like that. So, I mean, yeah, one of the questions that's come through, Fatima, is around, well, how do we join a club? It's great that we've got these ideas and we want to start up a club. But if you want to join, what, what, what would I need to do? Okay, so last year for the ACS, what we did was actually host this sort of meet and greet, whereby we introduced what the ACS was about, and all you had to do was fill in like a couple of questions in a form and everything. With each society, there are different ways of joining the club, depending on what the society is trying to offer. I don't have any idea what the photography club does, but and also the pools club, so if you guys could actually shed you know, some light on that, it would be appreciated. Well, we haven't really had any solid events till now because uh, I started in like Jan and then we had the pandemic, so I couldn't really do much. But uh, I think we did have a weekly, uh, not weekly, monthly photography contests and we give out vouchers for prizes. But yeah, I do hope to have uh, photo walks and photography scavenger hunts and all of these virtual activities planned for this year. Excellent. Rahul, did you want to come in there? You were going to come in? Um... No, I just, um, I could just add that um, the clubs did have, uh, many clubs did have activities before uh, the pandemic, mm -hmm. but uh, obviously it's been limited since uh, the pandemic. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think that's changed things a lot. So we're, we're still going to hang around this topic of clubs and let's keep that conversation going. If there's any specific questions, please put them to the student leaders. But I want to shift and change a little bit and talk about events. Um, and this is, again, Sonali, it was something that came through. So one of the questions was, can you give us a sneak peek into the events that you're planning for the uh, student association? Right, so because of the pandemic, of course, we have we are pretty limited. We can't have physical activities, but sure, we came up with the student talent contest. It's a virtual talent contest competition starting next week. So I hope you guys participate in that because we have amazing prizes, and we also have some plans about Halloween, some a virtual event for Halloween, and as our term ends in uh, October, so I think these are the two events, major events we have planned until now. 
Okay. Um, for the competition, guys, please do not be shy. As much entries as possible would be appreciated. And if you feel like a little bit in the, uh, you can actually do it with someone else. Like it doesn't have to be just you, basically. Yeah. I mean, Richard, that comment that you make about the hike in Hatta uh, as an event, I know that that was really successful. And, you know, Fatima, just by the, the mentioning Hatta is getting really excited. <laughs> Fatima, what was great about that event and what happened? Oh, no, it was fantastic. It was hot. I'm not going to lie. I dressed like a ninja. That was my fault. Um, <laughs> but at the end of it, we had this like, was it kayaking? Yeah, we yeah. had this kayaking thing and it was fantastic. The view is to die for. So um, I definitely, definitely recommend, you know, going on the trek. And Fitness February, I think, is something we're going to do next year as well. Hopefully with the pandemic being more, you know, socialized and friendly. So um, you should definitely get involved with that because I think that was one of the best things that I did last year. Yeah. Sorry, I was just going to, yeah, I was just going to say, what about movie nights? I know that's been a question that's asked by quite a few. Um, yeah, I think someone actually just commented that in the, in the chat box. But yeah, I think a movie night would be a good idea. Um, not sure how we'll be able to do that on campus, but we could actually continue that virtually. So the movie night that Richard's been, you know, hosting for us, like that could definitely be a thing that students take on on their own and just have like clubs where they just, you know, watch movies together um, and use like a chat platform to talk about it after. So yeah. It's not going to be free pizza every week though, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> and I think this is where we've got to really be innovative um, and think out of the box. You know, we want to connect as a community together. We want to, or everyone to feel that they belong to the UOB Dubai community. How do we do that? How do we have those events given that we've got COVID, we've got social uh, restrictions, we've got the weather getting better though. So the possibility of using the outdoors is there. I mean, student leaders, what are your thoughts about that, about how we can be creative? Um, one of the things that Tanvi, it's so unfortunate that she couldn't be here, um, was thinking about starting is some sort of improv class, like drama club thing. So obviously movie night is about watching movies, but at the same time, you could act out your own movie. <laughs> so um, it's, it, with the um, weather getting better, it would be easier to adhere to social distancing. Hopefully that, you know, alleviates with time as well. But um, I'd say that is something that we could organise and it would be, you know, one of us helping out with venue scheduling and everything. It's like, okay, this is where we're going to go to. There is a particular space in this area. Or it could just be outdoor and you just do your own acting stuff. But I'd say with being more innovative with what we have right now, mm. this idea of filming yourself acting or recording yourself doing something that you are passionate about is something that I can't overstate. Best thing I did during the pandemic was a YouTube channel. Helped me so much mentally. So if it's something that you're interested in, I would definitely um, tell you guys that. See, share your talents. Secure the bag. You don't know when you're going to go viral. And everybody's going to be like, that's that boy from University of Birmingham, Dubai. And I'll be like, I know him too. So claim yeah. to me. <laughs> what, Fatima, what, what's your YouTube channel? I apologize, I don't know. What, tell, tell me a bit about it. <laughs> so basically, you just record yourself, do absolutely anything. And so is it a, a, life, a day in the life of Fatima? What's there yours? That is a day in my life. And it's so embarrassing because I recorded Daniel like, at the gym. <laughs> I was going to say, it's only embarrassing for me. So yeah, it's just embarrassing for me. It's not actually embarrassing for her. 
But you're absolutely right. I think I've seen lots of students, they use that point, that transition point of moving from school to university to start something like a YouTube club up. You know, it's about helping other people make that transition. And I think Fatima, you know, you've said two words that I absolutely love so far in today's session. The first one was about, you know, initiative, use your initiative, you know, what is it that you're going to do, be proactive. And, you know, that that's what we want from all of you really joining the community. And that that other word, uh, Fatima, you what you use was about passion. You know, how important is it to to do something that you're really passionate about and, and get other other people involved? Um, I think that that's that's really important. Um, Richard, I'm going to come into your territory now. Folks, keep come, keep those questions coming. Um, some really good comments through the chat was around well-being. If we sort of start off with sort of you saying what we do, I know we've had a few questions about well-being, and then then um, uh, student leaders, can you come in? Richard, tell us about well-being at the university, especially in light of the backdrop and COVID. I guess um, the 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 well-being the well-being. Um, uh, output at the moment is sort of broken down in in a, a few different ways so so obviously during during welcome we've had lots of events to get um, students to get to know each other to get to know the the university and to just have fun we know it's a difficult time we know like covid is is sort of killing everyone's social life to to a certain extent and it's not the way if you're if you're new to the university or if you're returning it's probably not the way that you would choose to have a university experience but you know it is what it is we're, we're all in the we're all in the same boat everybody at it doesn't matter what university you're at it's all the same um so so what we're what we're going to try and do especially over the next few months is to sort of keep this momentum going from welcome we've had really really good um events we've had really good turnout i think people have been sort of making connections and and chatting and getting to know each other um and we'd really like to keep that going so we're going to keep 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 these events going we're going to take on board some of the things that that people have been asking for so um we've had some suggestions for the kinds of quiz brands that you'd like next time and that's that's uh, that's really great obviously we've had lots of ideas today um and you know even though even though covid is still an issue and it's not going to go away anytime soon there are lots and lots of ways um that that we can you know continue to have social opportunities and interact um around that it's not it's not the end of, of socializing it's just meaning that we're all having to do it in a in a slightly different way i think one one plus is that you know forums like this are, are bringing people together in a much more sort of open way than perhaps you would be ordinarily if you're on campus you come onto campus you meet a few people you meet little groups and then sometimes that can gel and you don't meet the sort of wider groups so um you know there are there are there are, there are sort of silver linings to um to the clouds i think um we know that you know that, that that things can can be can be tricky um in the current situation we've got lots and lots of services available to to support students i think that's that's one thing that i would really really um i'd really want to highlight is that um the university is we're part of a wider network we have uh, so much support available um from the from the uk um that you, but but you know it's down to it's down to sort of students if you're finding something tricky don't suffer in silence don't think that it's on you to solve all your problems come and see what your personal tutor go and see one of the academics come and see me come and see sanam but make sure that you that you are seeking the help because we will we will help you we'll absolutely help you the purpose of us as a university is not to test people to destruction but it's to it's to to, to ensure that you are um uh, that you're getting through and that you're happy and your experience is a positive one and that you finish with us um, with the, the degree that you deserve and the best degree that you can possibly get. So I think that's, that, that would be my main, my main takeaway is just to make sure that, you know, if, if you're having a tough time or if something is an issue, we, we will help with all manner of things. No question is silly. Genuinely, no question is silly. Um, no question is too small. No question is too big please come and see us and we will do all that we can to help you. Thanks, Rich. And that's really useful to know, you know, the university has so many pathways to support you at many different levels. But I'm really keen to understand from a student perspective, student leaders here bringing you in, is that 
a lot of questions have come around that transition piece between school and university. And I want to invite all four of you to comment on, think back to when you were at this point when you started the university. What kinds of things were you thinking about? What was maybe causing stress? How did you manage that? Was university more difficult than school? Danielle, can I come to you first around that? Yeah, no problem. Um, so I'm an international student, which means when I started, I was coming from Nigeria. Um, and so I moved here for the first time, well, my first time living in the country fully. Um, and I was also by myself. So I was living in student accommodation. And I would say the biggest issue for me was just the sort of isolation that I was feeling, which is why I would say like, please, please, please 100% reach out to like student leaders, to Richard Wellbeing Officer, to even like your advisors, especially if you're an international student, because it can be quite isolating when you're away from home um, until you get into the groove of things and you like make new friends and meet new people. And if you are having trouble, trouble with any of those things, like also reach out to people um, so yeah, I would say that was the biggest thing for me. Um, and there are also like a lot of underlying things for me, especially, um, because I, like when I, I'm having a hard time with something, I don't even realize how it's affecting me until it's affected me. So like, you have to like keep checking in on yourself consistently. And I think the best way to do that is to actually speak to people instead of like just isolating yourself. So that's my recommendation for new students really. Thanks, Danielle. Um, I'd say that there are three main things that leap to mind every time these sort of conversations about mental health at university arises. And I'd say the first thing that always springs to mind is how daunting it is to reach out to people you don't know, to new students and everything. But there's always a commonality between all students which is everyone is so anxious it's not just you it's like i reach out to danielle and she's like oh my god i'm feeling this too yeah like it's not just me then and it's it just gets a little bit easier that way and i'd say there are three ways you can thought about it which is what i did at first when I started um, my course with Brahill, especially because we're in the same sort of you know, combined course sort of thing, um, the first couple of weeks was hard. You know, I just moved away from a completely different society because I moved from England and everything. But anyway, uh, and then at some point I was like, let's communicate. We're friends. And we started this WhatsApp group chat and everything. And from there, we started talking to one another on a more personal note. So it's always difficult to take the first step, like to reach out. However, when you do it, it's extremely rewarding because from then on, I started going out with people on the weekends. I didn't just stay at home by myself watching Netflix, which is a completely fine thing to do. I love it. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes you just want to go out, have a meal, have a chat, whatever. Um, and then the other thing you could do is in your private accommodations for some of you that are staying, you know, at places like KSK, the Myriad, or whatever else, you have you might have other people from your universities. So try to sort of look out for people that you've noticed in some of these forums or on campus. And in as much as you might think it's a little bit invasive, it actually isn't because they probably want as like the urge for them to speak to someone is, is probably maybe even higher than yours on some occasions. So I'd say taking the initiative to speak to your coursemates is of paramount importance because not only do they help you with academia, which can get a little bit, you know, too much on your mental health, they can also help you with socializing and talking to your people that are seeing your accommodations and everything. For those of you that live at home, I'd say one thing I'd, you know, do is to create some sort of escape route. I, when I stayed at home with my parents for like more than six months, which I hadn't done in nearly 10 years, it was hard. I'm not going to lie. So I started writing. So I'd say find something that you're passionate about, like I said, which is like some sort of hobby. It could be cooking, writing, you know, drawing, filming, whatever. Just creating an outlet is really important. And talking to Richard, so now 
your program directors, your private tutors is so important because with what Danielle said, which is you never know when something is don't like dawning on you subconsciously. And then you take your exams and you're like, I could have done better. But in reality, you didn't realize this from the get go because you thought, oh, I'm fine. So it's like just speaking to them, even though you think you're fine is important. Just letting them know what's going on. Sorry, I've been rambling on. It's just this is something I'm passionate about. It's so you honestly, <laughs> Fatima. It's so useful, and it's really important that that you know Rahel and Sonali. I'll come on to you in a second. It's really important that that you know we live those experiences with you because the students are going to be doing that, and they're going through that already. And you're right, Fatima. Danielle's point about I didn't realise it was affecting me until it affected me that point about checking in with yourself you know looking after yourself and and it is so important sonali you can come to you and then rahil about sharing your experiences please all right so i was uh, brought up in dubai my entire life i had my schooling my high school everything in dubai and then i came to university of Birmingham. and honestly i was very very nervous because you know personally i'm not a very outspoken easygoing person but when I uh, attended the Welcome Week activities, I really made good friends. I got to know so many people and it was actually so comfortable talking to them. Everyone, even the staff, they were so helpful, so friendly. So yes, guys, just talk to people. Don't just sit in a corner by yourself. It's okay. You can talk to a couple of people, just grow close to them. And definitely, yes, your classmates, you can form WhatsApp groups with them, discuss your notes if you have any personal issues. So yeah, talking is the key. Mm -hmm. Thanks, Sonali. Rahul? Um, yeah, so like Sonali, I also grew up here and uh, had my education here. And, but I found university to be very different from high school. Um, the academic stress could also take a toll. And so I would also recommend reaching out to many people. In fact, the Welcome Week is a great way to reach out to people. Uh, the activities during the past few days uh, were actually great for socializing and meeting new people. So uh, I'd recommend meeting new people. You can join clubs if you want. Um, that's a great way to meet people. Um, like Fatima said, if you, if you live in a dorm, then you could uh, talk to your dorm mates. Uh, that's, that's another great way of meeting people. And also um, finding something that um, at the end of the day, you can do to relieve some stress. Uh, some people might find that's exercising or even going for a walk. Now, nowadays, the weather is nice, so you guys could go for a walk, which could relieve some stress for you guys. Uh, yeah, so I think that um, the uh, well-being support at university is actually great. So if you guys have any questions or if you guys find it a bit too stressful or have some trouble adjusting, uh, you could always um, see Richard or, um, or have a chat with your friends. Um, they're, they're a great source of support. Thank you. I would say as well, one, one thing that I, I, I would add in all this is that when you, come to, um, when you come to university, sometimes it's very easy to put a lot of pr social pressure on yourself. There's so much going on. There's so many new people. Um, you know, if you, don't, if you don't instantly sort of make an in-group or if you don't instantly make, make like all the amazing friends that you see in the movies, like don't worry like you're here for you're here for three years you know it's absolutely fine if you just want to sit in the corner and watch for a little while and find your find your group more naturally that's absolutely fine that will happen there's there's that, that there's no there's no rules for for university there's no rules to any of this it's just whatever you want on the flip side i would say also that um what one of one of the really great things about this university is that because we're at a slightly smaller scale than than other universities, I mean compared to Edgebaston where there's thirty thousand odd students, um, people are so good at looking after each other. People, if if I think if if people can see that you know maybe somebody is like sitting on their own and doesn't seem to have found a little group yet, so many times I've seen other groups inviting them in. I'm I'm bringing in those people who may be a little bit more shy. So you know I think I think we, that's something that we we really sort of um, focus on is just our community spirit. So um, you know don't don't worry, you'll you'll find your way. Yeah, and I think you've picked up on a couple of interesting points there, Richard. As of the others, you know you mentioned before that. 
you know, in Dubai alone, there are 200 nationalities in our university. Even in the UK, there's 150 nationalities. Let's get to know each other, you know, and that's done through communication. Let's, go, let's get to know what's unique about each of us and what's similar and what's different. And that connecting and belonging is really important. So all really, really good questions. And um, I'm going to sort of shift things a little bit slightly here and, and explore a couple more questions. Um, and it's around why people have decided to come to the university and didn't live up to expectations so um you know certainly from someone who works here and my expectations of working at the university did it live up to my expectations absolutely and i make the experience uh, my own you know owning that experience as well and making taking advantage of those opportunities what about you folks what do you think about expectations and, and was what you were thinking in your mind did that happen in reality It's to the floor. Anyone can go. Student leaders. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I chose uh, money banking finance because um, I wanted to do, I wanted to enter the field of banking. And I think uh, money banking finance is a great way because it provides a mixture of accounting and economics. Uh, and when I came to university, I didn't really know what to expect because um, I, I have been to high school, but um, university is a different experience. So I really didn't know what to expect from university, but I can say I'm pleasantly surprised and uh, I'm sure everyone will enjoy it too. All because of me, clearly. <laughs> um, I'd say for me, I was obviously moving from a very British curriculum and we were doing things and moving to Dubai. Um, I didn't have much expectations when it came to the university itself, but I did have expectations when it came to the society. The main reason why I left England was honestly to learn another culture. Um, and I've seen, I've heard and felt a lot in this country since I've been here, such as the sun and the heat. Um, but I would say I do not regret my decision because the perks of what Richard said which is how it's a close-knitted group how it's a smaller group of people is very important both socially and academically academically because the one-on-one -on -one is extremely great so if I actually needed help immediately I would get help immediately I didn't have to like book an appointment with a professor and it will take however long it would usually take in a large university setting. And the other thing is, it's been a while since I like left college, but um, I just like to, you know, bring to your attention, I don't know what your high school is like, but the idea of being a collective body, the idea of not just thinking about yourself in certain occasions is something that you learn and you pick up on at uni because you find that when you're not quite good at question one and someone else is good at question two they can i mean sorry when you're not quite good at question one but you're good at question two and the other person is vice versa you can you know share knowledge and everything so this idea of leaning against one another and doing things together is very important. And that is what I have actually learned the most. I mean, look at these people, Daniel, Rahil, Sonali, Tanvi. Like, I'm like, oh wow, our team now, you know? Well, at secondary school, they're just with me. So now it's interesting, like, you know, cultivating this new attributes, realizing this character traits that you have in you and I owe it to the university. Yeah. Thanks. I definitely agree with that because um, for me I started out wanting to like attend like a much larger uni than the University of Birmingham Dubai is now um, like that was always my what I thought of when I thought about universities like a large campus you know hustle and bustle everywhere like large lecture theaters like 400 students but like now that I'm thinking about it I'm like how would I learn with 400 students in one classroom <laughs> like it would literally be so I'll probably be so distracted and like now that I'm actually on a small campus and like a small like a close knit community like this, I've realized that there are like so many benefits that I would never have thought of 
like when I had my expectations, you know, so I kind of had expect expectations for the wrong things, kind of like the surface things and not actually like the culture, you know, the mm. vibe, like the community and how it actually is. And I realized that the University of Birmingham in Dubai is actually has all those things that I basically, it sounds very corny, but all the things that I didn't know I wanted. <laughs> yeah, it's not corny. Basically, it is not toxic. Yeah, yeah, basically it's not toxic. Yeah. <laughs> it's not toxic. Yeah. That's really nice to hear. You know, it, it, it sort of makes me all warm and fuzzy inside when I hear from students that, you know, how, how it's impacting your lives and how it's really making the difference. And, you know, you, you, we've got four fantastic student leaders here and they're not the whole team. We've still got more. But if people want to become a student leader and join the student council, what do we need to do? When are they going to do it? Tell us a bit more about the next stage of, of how to join student leadership and, 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 and build on that. Actually, Sonali, why did you want to become a student leader? You know, I have no idea why you guys wanted to become a student leader. I'm pretty but sure I've said it a lot I of times. Sonali, you can go ahead. I said it, okay. but, you know, say it again. <laughs> I just felt like I had some skills that I could put to use for the welfare of the student community over here. I mean, I can see I'm a creative person who is really into art. So I thought maybe, you know, I could enhance the quality of the events this uh, student leaders organize by putting it a bit of my skill in decor and the posters and annotations, everything with design. So that was my purpose. And also it's a really good experience to, you know, work with an amazing team and then carry out projects actually and look at them, look at the students, enjoy your project. So, yeah. And so and so Richard, when are the uh, when is the sort of next cycle coming up? What can students look forward to in terms of becoming a member of the the leadership team? Okay, so um, the new uh, student elections, which are very likely to be um, online for obvious reasons, um, that will be the the process will be starting in early um, October. I haven't had a final um, confirmation of the dates. Um, yet, but around 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 about the, the start of the middle of October, um, with the election um, in the weeks afterwards. Um, so uh, another 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 thing that we haven't touched on actually is every class ha have student reps, which fulfil a similar but slightly different um, purpose. But they they also speak on behalf of um, their fellow students and um, uh, have regular meetings to talk about any issues that they want to discuss. We have um, uh, a team of student ambassadors that we have for for uh, for different events, and that's actually um, a sort of paid position, depending on how you define it. We're not we're not strictly allowed to pay in cash, but we are um, compensated, as uh, Fatima would <laughs> would, uh, would would describe it. You're yeah. compensated with some um, some uh, gift vouchers. Um, uh, for for different things that we do, um, but I mean, I, I would say I would say additionally, you know, you you don't have to be uh, a, a sort of official student leader to do any of of the, the things that we do on campus. Obviously, the student leaders do a really tremendous job, and um, have nominated themselves. But I mean, I, I would say you know we are a small campus, and anybody who wants to who has an idea, whether it be for an event or for um, a club or anything that they would like to impact on is, is absolutely welcome to, to, to come and discuss it and we can look at ways to, to make it happen, you know? There's, there really aren't like barriers to, to, to doing things that you want to do and seeing the things that you want to see. The only barriers are, you know, you, you, you're making it happen. I think, I think we've touched on it previously, but it's something that I would, um, I would mention is that different to school, um, uh, you know, the, the, the things that you want to happen are down to you. If you want them to happen, you are absolutely welcome to, to make them happen. But, you know, it will, a lot of it will be on the students um, themselves to, to do that sort of thing. So, um, yeah, it's, it's slightly different to, to the school environment where things are more sort of um, spoon-fed for you and, and, and laid out. You know, you have you have the power to do it yourself, but you have to take that power, I guess. It goes back to Fatima's point, doesn't it, Richard, about initiative um, mm -hmm. and really being proactive and driving that forward, mm -hmm. um, which is sort of one of the, the key things. I'm going to sort of shift <laughs> slightly um, and talk. There's been a few questions around internships um, and possibilities of travel to the UK campus. And I wonder if we can pick that up and explore that a little bit. Any of the, the student leaders want to talk about internships um, 
and then I'll come on and talk about what the university does around internships. But first of all, your experience of anyone that's done an internship. I feel like there's a lot of pressure on me because I literally have a whole video on internships. So yeah, I'll go ahead and talk about um, the internships that I've done. Both of them were virtual, um, which I think is, is really, it's kind of weird foresight the fact that the university had like the virtual internships first year when like we didn't even have like need them and now that it's actually needed like they already like were in the groove of virtual internships so it was just really nice that like they knew how to work the virtual internships so um how those worked were like it pretty much how you'd have your zoom classes or whatever um mostly online and it was really nice because like it would literally just be, you know, in my room, like in my pajamas, if I wanted to be. And, you know, I would, as long as I got the work done and, you know, turn that into the company, it was fine. Um, and they also all happened like in groups. So I have worked with like the other students, like there were students from the Edgebaston campus, um, from like different universities, like University of Nottingham, um, University of Queensland in like Australia. Um, and so it was just cool, like, being able to, like, work with people that were, like, literally thousands of miles away, but, like, I'm in my room, you know. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, the internships um, are good. The companies that I worked with were smaller companies. Um, they were both, like, non, non, not-for-profits. <laughs> they were both not-for-profits. Not so they were smaller um, scale companies, um, which I actually liked because it was, like, more interactive. It was, you wouldn't even... It didn't really feel like, you know, subordinate, um, superior or supervisor mm. type of relationship. Like it was very relatable. Um, but I do think there are also opportunities if you want to work with bigger companies that the university provides. The career service is like amazing. Roshni is always there to help. Um, and of course, you always get like the comms. Roshni. <laughs> yeah. You always get the comms on um, any available like internships in, in case you want to do them. So, yeah. Um, so I did an internship that was sort of sponsored by the university. Um, it, they linked up with this company called Virtual Internship and basically the company just, you know, um, reached out to the university and asked the students are in, you know, interested in internships and blah, 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 blah. And the internships are predominantly online, if not always online because it's literally called virtual internship so um we i was actually given a bursary by the university to help facilitate whatever i would need to participate in the internship and effectively be you know a good intern i'd say that in as much as sometimes you might feel you're not qualified enough to um start an internship or to send in your cv don't do that try yeah. you never know <laughs> like, you really never know. Yeah. So, um, and, you know, with each sort of failure, I suppose, I wouldn't call it failure, but with each sort of disappointing result, you learn something new. So I didn't get an internship that I wanted to get over the summer. And I was like, wait, what, what is going wrong in this? And I decided to look at my CV and sort out some things and just use it up a bit, give it a little bit of flavor. Yeah. It's like, um, you learn with each time you send in your applications or you send in your CV or you start another internship. And I'd say another thing you should never underestimate is how much you can learn from each internship you get. So when I did my internship over the summer, I learned so much and it was a learning scope in a way that I did not know I could. So I actually had first on understanding and experience as to how the business in that particular industry, which was the digital industry works. So like Danielle said, this idea of, you know, being proactive at your own firm or whichever firm you're working on and just trying that zeal, that urge to learn something is really important because it definitely translates to every other thing you do. It translates to your personal relationships, your relationship with academia, your relationship with spirituality, everything. So um, I'd say it's a good thing to start thinking about. And you should definitely reach out to Roshni for help or the career services in Edgebaston. 
So as Fatima mentioned, Roshni Barrett is our career services um, guru. She's absolutely fantastic and she will support you and help you with any questions that you have around internship. Uh, there is information on the website if you want to find out more. But once you start the program, there will be support through the curriculum on your internships as well. Richard. Can I just say, I've literally, just as you were saying that, I've literally had an email from Roshni to say, yeah. to share her um, email with everyone. So if, if anyone is interested, they can email her directly and she will, um, she will help guide you uh, in the right direction with whatever you are interested in. So I'm going to share that in the chat box now. Excellent. That's fabulous. And, you know, every time Roshni's name is mentioned, you can see Fatima and Danielle smiling and beaming <laughs> from ear to ear or even doing a sort of, you know, little dance. You know, Roshni, like <laughs> she is, she's fabulous uh, in terms of supporting students. Um, so what about travel? I mean, we've had a few questions around travel and the exchange year. Any of you share any experience around that or anyone else that you knew that was traveling or doing the exchange year? Well, I had certainly opted for uh, the transfer to HVAS in year two, but now because of the uncertain situation, mm. um, that's mostly going to be maybe next year or in year three. But yeah, I mean, I would say if you really want to transfer, then you should go ahead because then that way you get to experience both the campuses. I mean, if you want to be a part of a small cohort over here and have personal attention, you could do that. Or if you want to go and, you know, experience a bigger campus with 30,000 students and, um, more experience and like a bigger social life, then you could go ahead for the UK campus for a year. I mean, I would say it's all up to your personal choice though. What were some of the reasons, Sonali, you wanted to do that for in your second year, go to the UK campus? Well, as I mentioned, there's a bigger student body mm. over there. So, you know, you have many more activities, many more events. And also I would get to explore a different country, a different city. So those were a few of my reasons. Yeah. Um. I just want to add that as much everything that Sonali said is true. Um, work hard in school, guys. <laughs> because <laughs> I have a personal story. And you guys, I like you guys. This is why I'm going to tell you this story. Literally, I didn't go for the exchange yet. And the only reason is that I didn't get good enough grades. So the cutoff for to be able to do the exchange is a 60%. And I think I was one or 2% off. So I would just say like, some people think oh, um, because first year is not as important as the second two or it's not um, as high a percentage of your grade as the second two, they don't work as hard in first year. But if you do want to do the exchange, you definitely do need to work hard. So, mm. yeah, focus on Thank school. you. Thank you, Dan Thank you, Danielle, for being so open you know that this is the, the 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 guidance and advice that we appreciate. And, and, yeah. and it's uh, it's good that you're you're sharing with that with all the the students so there are options if you want to travel to the uk in year two certainly are but at the moment obviously there's travel restrictions with with covid and we are looking at potentially for year two students to do maybe one or two semesters um or possibly in year three fatima you're going to come in there did i see your hand or were you just doing yeah, another jig sorry. i'm just gonna like link sonali in what Tan um daniel have just said sure one of the things that I can't lie was a shock for me when I moved here was the culture of studying as a group. So I'm one of those people that when exams are coming up, I genuinely just like to teach people because I'm like, okay, if I can teach others, then I completely understand what's going on. Um, and obviously because of geographical reasons, for instance, you've got some course mates that live in Sharjah and some in Abu Dhabi and blah, blah, blah. You might not necessarily be able to meet in a particular place and do said things that I've just said. Um, I'd say one thing we can definitely look forward to is the new campus. And guys, it is not a lie when they say this campus will be opened in 2021 because I live opposite the campus. Yeah. And every single day, you are seeing another building. Literally, it looks like it's two months away from being done. <laughs> Anyway, now point is, with the new campus, you're definitely going to have a lot more facilities and areas for you to study. So I'd say look forward to the idea of, okay, Matt is a little bit tough today. I'm just going to, I'm going to look at names on this screen. I'm just going to contact Divya and tell her that um, Chef is coming and you, you, 
with a little bit of Abdullah. So it's like you get to meet each other as a group to study. And with that, you can kind of have the experience that Sonali has said, which is a larger university body and speaking to other people and also what Daniel has said, which is working hard. So I'm going to leave you with a little bit of a cringe statement, which is work hard and play hard. Peace. <laughs> indeed, indeed. And hope, <laughs> yeah, and those aren't your final words today, Fatima, because we've got a few more questions to get through, but a good point to, to actually make around that. You know, you would have all seen pictures or even the drone footage of our new campus. I drive past it every day on my way to work. And Danielle Fatima, you're absolutely right. It's rising from the sand at the speed of knots and it will look fantastic. Your campus, our campus. And actually, you know that as a civic university, we're here for the community. That's one of the, the missions and aims of the University of Birmingham is that here we're here to serve the community of the UAE. So even though you're studying here at UOB Dubai, once you finish, you are still part of our alumni community and you're welcome back at campus to study hard and play hard and continue all of that as we as we move forward. Um, and can't wait, absolutely can't wait till you student leaders graduate and we move into our campus. It's going to be uh, fantastic time. So we've got a few more questions around activities and events and a couple of questions um, here around um, uh, events I think we've covered. What can we expect around classroom activities every week and studying um, and timetabling? Well, all of that's published on the website. You can get information uh, about your timetable on the website, and that should have been covered as part of your induction as well, um, specifically depending on the programs that you're in and information from, from lectures. Um, are we going to have college fests later when COVID is over? Oh, gosh, I do hope so. Um, you know, once this COVID settles, I think things will will get back to a different normal. Uh, Richard, I'm going to come to you first, and then I'm going to go to each of the student leaders to sort of almost give a summary, give some final words of wisdom, um, answer any outstanding questions, Richard, before we then come back to you for the announcement of the great prize, Richard. Uh, you've caught me on the hop here, Sanam, because I'm desperately putting all the names into the into the big wheel. For right, the you you carry on doing that, and then I will. <laughs> so what now? Sorry. No, no you carry on doing that because that's really important that you get all the names right in the wheel. I'm going to go around the student leaders and ask them for a quick summary, quick wrap up, quick word of wisdom, and then I'll come back to you for the prize draw. Uh, Rahil, can I invite you in first? Um, yeah, so um, for uh, new students joining, I'd, I'd just like to say that um, joining university is a great experience. It's a new experience and it's kind of a different experience. So um, just be prepared. Um, the university load can be a bit too much for some people. So uh, plan in advance, know your timetables, know when your lectures are happening, uh, make friends get to know more people, uh, and most importantly, enjoy your time at university. Um, have fun and uh, see you guys. Thanks, Rahil. Sonali? Yep, everything Rahil said was completely true. And um, as University of Birmingham is a world-class university, it is going to provide you with a really good education academically. So, you know, it does live up to it, trust me. And um, yes, fun and play is important, but so is studying and being a good human being at heart. So good job, guys. Awesome. You you've, just, you've just touched my heart there, you know, <laughs> you being a good human being, absolutely front and center, right? Character and all of that, that, that really comes, comes first. Danielle? Um, what I would say is you make your own student experience at the university. Um, so, you know, everything is growing, everything is improving. We're literally saying the campus is rising from the sand. So, you know, everything is developing at uni, like everything is changing every day. So you can contribute to that as well. Nothing is set in stone. Um, there, there are always things that you can add, you can change student clubs, you can create your own clubs. Um, if you have issues with classes, you can literally like, it's very easy for them to take your feedback and modify like how classes are run. So yeah, just 
let your voice be heard, basically. Contribute to how your student experience goes. That's what I'm saying. Thank you, Danielle. Student president. <laughs> um, for me, I'd say this is like my motto, <laughs> which is your mental state is your primary driver. I cannot overstate the importance of you always safeguarding your mental state. This idea of opening yourself up to well-being support might seem very daunting talking to someone you've never really met in your life, but I think it is imperative that you recognize the importance of doing so. So, um, because personally, I believe if you're not in a good place mentally, every single thing we've said today would not happen. You can't socially function, you can't function academically, you can't even function ethically. I mean, Zanali said, be a good human being at heart. And I know some people, when they're having a really tough time, they project onto other people and they say things that they didn't necessarily want to at the time. So I'd say it is really important that as you start this new journey, you also understand that you are opening yourself to a lot of new experiences like Rahul said. You're opening yourself to a new environment, to new people with new perspectives and new cultures and new principles. So you must know or recognize that it's a lot to take in. There's a lot of cognitive dissonance. It's a lot of change. And checking in with yourself, reflecting, understanding that you are actually taking a lot of stuff subconsciously is important as well. So constantly talking to people like your support, your parents, your siblings, your friends, or your therapist. Everybody should have a therapist, in my own opinion, just like everyone is checking their temperature. You should check your brain as well. Anyway, um, um, I'd say you should really just constantly look at yourself in the mirror and be like, this is who I am. I am fly. I love me. You know, that's all. That's what I say. Totally agree. Self-reflection is really important and, and playing that back to yourself. You know, these are words of wisdom. And I know Irfan, one of our, is been saying, slow down, guys. You're saying so many valuable <laughs> things here. But luckily, this session is being recorded today. So we've captured that forever. These wise wisdom, uh, uh, words of wisdom. Richard, are you ready for the announcement which we've all been waiting for? All of those people that have submitted a question today, um, thank you so much i hope we've covered the majority of them if we haven't hopefully we can uh thanks for the thumbs up Rafan. if we haven't answered them we will over the next few days um richard how are you going to do this okay so first thing to say is that um uh the draw is now closed so we're not having any more entries um if you have not sent a question into the official box but you have participated today which you must have done because you're here listening to me um and you want your free pizza for our um our movie and pizza session to end off the week tomorrow please send me a message i'm going to um i'm going to put this in the chat box so if you've if you've not sent uh, a question in and you don't know how to claim your pizza send me a message with uh what was the thing uh, wear your mask that was the that was the thing you have to send in the subject line send me a message with wear your mask and i will send you uh the way to get your pizza right okay now oh, I'm this is exciting i'm excited and i don't even know what you're doing <laughs> okay are you ready here we go can everybody see that not yet it's coming through though the anticipation okay. oh my goodness you've got one of those oh, spinny things i've got one of the spinny things come on i mean you know you know i uh, like to take the opportunity oh, yeah. to do a bit once of a teacher once a exactly. teacher richard always exactly. a teacher <laughs> okay okay can everybody see it and you know okay. what i can just see on fatima rahil and danielle and tanali's faces is can we see our names there i'm trying <laughs> yeah! to <get> <laughs> I'm going to say I'm going to give say. you a countdown do you want a okay. countdown Richard and go then you it, can spin the wheel the we've got okay. five four three two one spin that wheel Richard it's a bit Here of a slow goes. wheel come on <laughs> okay we've got 
who is it gonna be? Dan Jiang. Yay! Big clap! Congratulations Big clap. to Dan Jiang. Uh, you are the winner. Right, I better make a note of that, just in case they are not here right now. Here is dinner. I don't know why it says here is dinner. Congratulations to well Dan Jang. That's okay. great. You know, so we will be make your that Fitbit charge for is going to be making its way to you uh, in due course. And we'll let you know how to get that to you. Right. I need to say a huge, huge thank you to everyone for joining us this afternoon. It's been a great session, a great hangout. Great to see so many of you join us. And thank you so much for asking those questions. A can particular have, thank you. Yes. Can we have can we have a cameras on moment before we leave? Come on, guys. That would be delightful. Come and on, whilst, get your cameras on just for a moment. Whilst we're all turning our cameras on so that we can see you, uh, can I say a really special thank you to Sonali, Rahil, Danielle and Fatima for uh, running this session today, to, for being so honest, for being so open, for being so welcoming to our next student body. Um, and I can see those faces coming through. So please turn on your cameras. That's fantastic. Um, just a, Come couple on, of, a few more. Come on, couple come of updates on. for me while we're waiting for all. I don't want to call out names. So while we're waiting for the others, <laughs> while we're waiting for the others to join us, a couple of updates from me. Next month, the month of uh, October is Black History Month. So there'll be a range of events uh, across the university in the UK campus to celebrate uh, Black lives and Black history. So I'm going to be inviting you to to join those events. Uh, uh, and we'll be running a few sessions the month after so the month of November we have disability awareness month so we're really focusing and the theme is on what have we done and how far have we come so we're going to be looking at accessibility uh, and really raising the awareness in the UAE about disabilities uh, and working with our U colleagues in the UK so just a couple of things for us to look out for right what we're going to ask Naomi to do now if that's okay with everyone we're just going to take a couple of pictures whilst everyone's got their uh, uh, cameras on to strike a pose if you want or just a big smile Richard and I are just going to you know everything's going on under the mask um, so we can take a couple of pictures so nice to see some of you Hanan nice to see you always a big smiley face um, seeing some other familiar faces as well uh, and thanks for for many of you for turning your camera on Okay, from us, thank you so much. Richard, when is the next event? When can we expect to see everyone online again? Okay, we have got, um, back by, I'm going to say popular demand. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to assume. Um, we have got tomorrow afternoon the, uh, the uh, uh, online escape room, The Return. Uh, what, uh -huh. what, what, what did we call it again? No, I've, I've forgotten. Escape harder. <laughs> escape harder, right? <laughs> escape room two. Escape harder. Yes. Okay, great. Uh, we, uh, we had a technical difficulty with the, uh, right. the the room that they were breaking into, and then we couldn't tell who got in there first. So we just thought, right, we're we're going to run it again on Thursday. We've got enough time in the afternoon, okay. so everybody has to come back on Thursday and and try once again to win that thousand pound uh, Virgin Virgin wow. Mega Store voucher. <laughs> No, yeah. no joke. I've gone all out on these questions. You guys are in trouble. <laughs> yeah, yours are fine. It's Olivia's that are hard. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least we can do it again and give everyone that opportunity to do it again. Exactly. Okay. Right, folks. Keep safe. Have a great afternoon. Enjoy the slightly cooler weather that we're experiencing. Keep those questions coming. The student leadership are here for you anytime, and see you very soon. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye.